Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday, and welcome back to another episode of Uproot On Air. Brought to you by East Broadcast Network, EBN, in association with the nonprofit organization Uproot INC and KNFK Services. And as always, I am your host, Antoine Dean. A lot has happened this past week, and we want to get into two unanswered uh, murders by police officers in separate parts of the country, Texas and in Kansas City. And we're going to talk about uh, what the Attorney General uh, said about law enforcement and the communities that they're serving. Sit back, relax, and get ready to enjoy another half hour with me and Uproot on Air. And we'll be back after the break. video clip of the attorney general <clears throat> saying that people in the United States communities, which a lot of people are interpreting to mean the African-American communities, the, the brown and Latino communities have to start giving more respect to the police as if the respect that the police hasn't been given is just unwarranted. And that if they're not able to give the respect that the police deserves, then they're going to find themselves without police protection. Now, you can take that how you want it, but I'm going to tell you, it's not something, somebody that has your best interest in mind is going to say. Many will argue, and I'll stand by this also, that maybe we don't need the police in our community, especially the kind that are going to shoot us without any probable cause necessary, abuse us, so on and so forth. It might be time for the police to get out of our communities and let us have our own police departments that actually care about our communities. What do you think about that? A lot of people think that's the case because law enforcement, and I've said this in many, many, many podcasts, <coughs> and in many, I'm still trying to get over this code, and in many of the classes I teach, is outdated. The policies are outdated. The way the justice system itself is outdated. <coughs> Excuse me. There's still a problem with this system. And by you getting on TV 
or speaking at an engagement, the Attorney General's award banquets to distinguish servicing and policing, to say what you say about the communities as if it's all of a sudden these communities that you claim are not supporting the law enforcement officers just woke up one morning and said, oh, we don't like the police anymore. As if there's nothing that's caused that to be a reality, like the police aren't every day shooting some innocent person or abusing somebody to unnecessarily and the outcries and the protests are just because they just don't have anything else to do. To say that type of thing, to get on um, a panel and say that in front of everybody in the world to see just lets you know what we are truly dealing with. And I posted that a few days ago and the caption was, if you don't think that what we're doing is serious, and I don't know what else to tell you, changing the face of law enforcement and changing the face of the justice system when you have people like that guy, the attorney general, in charge of making decisions is why we do what we do, because it's not in favor of everybody. It's not equal and just. The whole ideology is to be fair and impartial to everybody. But we know that's not the case. And that's a problem. It's a problem because you (laughs) are the one who's supposed to uphold the laws. You're the highest attorney, the extinguished attorney, and you have that type of rhetoric coming out of your mouth. You watch the news. You see what's going on. You know that law enforcement is corrupt. You know that the political system is corrupt. All of those things have to be changed. You may be a part of it. And from what you're saying, I wouldn't say that you wasn't. And I'm not I'm not a polit- I don't deal with politics. I stay out of it because I don't agree with politics. I don't agree with either side of them. I think all of it needs to be changed. I think it needs to be people in there who actually care about people and not just their interests. So I don't get involved in that. But I do get involved in the laws and the rules and the regulations that they're supposed to uphold because that shows you where the corruption lies at. They're lining their pockets for their own interests. And in law enforcement, if you're allowed to have somebody who has that same mentality, police and communities with biases and prejudices and hatred for others, you're taking people's lives and abusing people and you're hurting families and you're destroying the communities further than what they already have been destroyed by other things. And you're supposed to be serving and protecting, but what are you serving and what are you protecting? Because it's not the communities. So you say that if they don't start respecting police, then you remove the police protection? Okay, so whatever. The community will survive and it will probably do better without the types of corrupt crime and crime fighters shooting every young black male and every young black female and every young brown male and every young brown female on a day-to-day basis, a week-to-week basis, an hour-to-hour basis. It's staggering and it's silly for someone in that position to have that small of opinion. And that's just a fact talking. That's a bias towards those communities because you're not supporting the community's efforts in saying that there's something wrong, there's a problem. We didn't just wake up and just say we don't like the police. It was a situation that became a rolling ball down the hill.
It started at the top and it's just rolling, 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 rolling. So people are frustrated and they have every right to be. This is supposed to be the greatest free country in America. I mean, excuse me, the greatest country in the world. But then you have people like that in those positions saying silly things to make it seem like what's going on in the communities that the police are supposed to be protecting isn't valid or isn't real or that they're just making it up as if it's not happening. But I bet if it was happening in your neighborhoods and your communities, Attorney General William Barr, you wouldn't be saying those types of things. And I'm not saying that's what needs to happen. What I'm saying is that the system has to be reflective of everybody who lives in this country and not just to select few. And until that scenario changes, people are going to always feel like their civil rights have been violated because they have been. That's just a fact. And for someone in that position to say those types of things and people who uphold what he's saying or are not saying anything or just as bad as him saying it, this, look, it has to change. That's the bottom line. It has to change from the bottom to the top. And if it doesn't, it's going to only get worse. And I read a post a couple of days ago on the news about the system being broken. Yeah, it's broken for the ones that it affects negatively, but it's not broken for those who thrive in it. And that's why it doesn't change. Again, it goes back to my um, analogy about the cheating spouse. The person that's being cheated on has a problem with it, but the person that's doing the cheating, they don't see an issue with it. And until we put ourselves in a position to where our communities feel safe and we have the right people in the right places doing the right things, we're going to always be subjected to that type of rhetoric. We have to put, and I I say this because if we don't have the right people in those positions, we're going to always be dealing with this type of stuff. We're going to always have the William Bars and the police chiefs and those people who don't care about anything past what they can see and past what they can, what they think is important and not care about everybody. We have to change this system and it has to be done by the right people. And that does require voting people in that can actually make a difference and not just putting people in who sound good or who at one point portray that they're for you or uh, and against something else. They have to really, 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 really be genuine people. And we haven't had those people run for an office in a while. We haven't had genuine people who care about everybody for a long time. And it's always the ones that work behind the scenes that you never hear about. They work diligently to stop some of the rhetoric that you see from people who are in the higher positions. And they make it difficult for them to be able to change the laws when they need to be changed. Because there's more of those people than there are the ones that want to actually do good. And that's what we have to stop. This system is broken. It's always been broken. It's not something that just happened. The fact that we've got technology now, we can actually videotape these these officers and these body cams aren't just fictitious things. They're actually showing people being murdered by cops for no reason. And it's always been like that. And that's why we got in law enforcement. It's why we served our community so that when you saw that person, you felt comfortable with that person because you knew that you wasn't going to have to worry about it maybe getting abused unnecessarily. But then it changed because now all law enforcement officers 
are being trained to view criminals differently versus their actions. And the system is a rush, rinse, and repeat cycle, and it has to change. I was talking to a young man a couple of days ago, and he was talking about his uh, uncle being a cop in Texas. I'm in Texas. And he was like, well, he, he gets upset because he's like, whatever happened to verbal judo? Whatever happened to people talking to people and de-escalating a scenario before it becomes a deadly force situation? And that went away a long time ago. Yeah, they're the escalation classes that they teach now, but it's not like it was. And law enforcement back then was way worse as far as the, the real danger to police officers. There is, and I'm not minimizing the officer's job. I know better than that. What I'm saying is, is that you have less people trying to do more stuff to police officers now than then. Now people have in their mind real reasons to fear and protect themselves against law enforcement. So they're going to be a little bit more on edge. But we have to change it so that those innocent people won't continue to be killed by law enforcement officers who are looking for an opportunity in the first place and using people like this guy as a a means and an opportunity to say, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That stuff has to stop. So we'll be back after the break. Welcome back from the break. And if you're just tuning in, we are we previously just got discussing um, the attorney general's comment that he made earlier last week about communities not having any respect for law enforcement. And if they don't start showing more respect for law enforcement, um, they may find themselves without it. So as we carry ourselves along in our day, um, we know that what he's saying is incorrect because just in the same period of time frame last week, Michael Dean of Temple, Texas and Cameron Lamb of Kansas City, Missouri were both murdered by law enforcement officers. And their stories are so similar in um, comparison that it's not even uncanny that someone who's in a position that the attorney general is in will make that odd and obscure statement as if we're just the communities are just making up their problems with law enforcement. And these men were killed seemingly with no information being given at this time frame for nothing. Michael Dean was pulled over for running a stop sign and later was shot in the head by an officer from the Temple Police Department. His family wasn't notified until several hours later that he was killed by an officer and they have yet up until this point to receive any information on why, what happened and 
it's so vague. And the reason why that they're not releasing information according to the Temple Police Department is because the sheriff's, I'm sorry, the um, rangers are handling the investigation and they don't want to taint it. In the case of Cameron Lamb, he was shot and killed in Kansas City by a Kansas City detective on Tuesday of last week in his backyard. And that is the only information that was given to his parents at this time frame. So the huge chunks of misinformation are uninformation or information just not given at this time frame leaves their families with unanswered questions what, why, and how um, the bodies haven't been released to the, the families yet so they can receive a proper burial attorney uh, Lee Merritt has been uh, called to come in and facilitate the civil rights part of it to find out what's going on to try to effectively get some answers for this family. The problem with all of that is, is that you have one hand saying, oh, there's no issue, get over it, and start respecting law enforcement. And then you have the other hand that's still doing things that makes it hard for that to be a reality. I think all of it's just a game. It's a game because you You've got people pretending that it's not going on. <coughs> Excuse me. And then you've got people, people still creating the issue that everyone else is trying to say is in reality. Stop playing games for people. Fix the system for everybody. It's broken. It's broken so much that other countries see it. It's broken so much that people who are in positions to help people, like an attorney general, has audacity to say that no one respects law enforcement. Well, I know that's not true. There are plenty of people that respect law enforcement. Even the ones who don't like law enforcement have certain respect for them because they don't want to. And at this point in time frame, now it's more about instilling fear in people. When your job is to make people feel comfortable, when they see you, they don't have to be afraid They're not supposed to be afraid of you and the people that's trying to rob them. That's the problem with it, is that there's always been a a long history of discrimination and racism, and I hate using that term, but um, prejudice in law enforcement towards communities that they served if they didn't effectively live in those communities and they didn't look like the people that the communities they represented. So when you got somebody whose culture and ideology is very different from the people that they're supposed to be protecting and serving, and they don't have any care for those people because they view them as criminals because that's what they're taught to do, or they become that through dealing with a certain amount of people in that environment that may be criminals, but that doesn't make everybody a criminal. It does not, but it is viewed that way, and it is circumvented that way on TV and all of these other avenues to make make it that way. So now you become jaded in that uniform and it is really easy as a law enforcement officer for your life to be taken based off of your actions. And all of that has to change. Some of it's important because the job is an inherent danger. 
but they shouldn't be hired guns either. There shouldn't be people who, that if, oh, I don't respect you, well, I'm not coming to your community. So if you get robbed, oh, that's, that's your problem. It shouldn't even have to be like that. Somebody that in that position shouldn't even make statements like that. Somebody that's supposed to be well-educated shouldn't even have that talk, type of thought pattern. But the problem is, is that those are the type of people who created the laws in the first place. Those are the type of people who agitate the situation and created the scenarios which exist for the culture to be what it is. And that's what has to be uprooted. Those people who cause those problems. Anybody who has those types of thoughts that doesn't look at everybody as important, but only a select few as important. I was a cop for nearly 20 years, and I know how dangerous that job is, but I also know how I made more people like and feel comfortable with me being in that uniform than not, and it's just the opposite. And the reason why we got in those uniforms is so that our communities could feel comfortable. Now nobody feels comfortable with the police. I don't even feel comfortable with law enforcement. And I know what their policies and procedures are. And I know what they're supposed to do. That's why I'm telling it to you. It has to change. It was hard back in the 60s and 70s. And now it's much worse for in the 2020s. It shouldn't be going backwards. It should be going forward. That's why I've always said there has to be an uprooting of this system because it's outdated. Everything else is moving forward except for how the laws are created, how they're enforced, and how they're enacted. Men and women are losing their lives seemingly for nothing from officers who claim that they were afraid. If you're that scared, get out of the job. If you're not able to handle stress, then you should not be doing what you're doing. You're not supposed to be killing people because you feel threatened. That's not what you're here to do. And we'll be back after the break. Shit together It's now or never 
it is now or never. It is time for a change. It's been time for a change for many, many years now. And now we're at a catalyst, a point where it has to be changed or it's just going to just explode. Should there be a review board for officers involved in shootings and brutalities on the civil level? Excuse me. I think so. Just like there's a jury. You got 12 people who decide whether or not you're innocent or guilty based off of information that's supposed to be presented to them. A lot of people are going to disagree with that, but it takes a lot of the blue hands that are involved in it. It puts people who don't have any biasness or any prejudices or any likes or dislikes about how they feel about if an officer should be guilty or not. I say that because I've been in that position where I worked in a harsh environment where there was a lot of crime. And I know officers every day that work in dangerous environments, but they're not shooting and killing people because they're afraid. They're also not putting themselves in positions where people want to do something to them because they learned how to communicate properly with people. And as always the case, sometimes you have to fight people. Sometimes you have to arrest people. But those are not the people who I'm talking about. But even with that, those people still have the rights to be treated equally because they're people, regardless of whether or not they committed a crime or not. What I'm saying is, is that people that want to hurt you are going to hurt you regardless of whether you wear a uniform or not. And people in a uniform, if they're those people, are going to hurt you, whether you are doing what you're supposed to do or not. I'm talking about an average person, not the bad people, because there are a lot of those out there. They wear uniforms and they don't wear uniforms. Everybody deserves equal protection under the law, Mr. Attorney General. Everybody deserves equal and justice for all because that's what the Constitution says. And if you're not going to uphold the Constitution, if you're not going to do what it's asked of you, then you don't need to be in a position to take somebody's life or and arrest somebody. And you don't need to be in a position to where you're making laws that don't have everybody's interest in mind. What we do is important because it's for everybody. And if you like what we do, if you don't like what we do, you know how to get at us at www.uprootincd1.com. Check us out, follow us, like us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And soon our YouTube channel where we'll be doing our interactive videos coming soon. There's a lot of people out there who lose a lot of family to the wrong type of stuff, the wrong type of officer, the wrong type of position, the wrong officer in the wrong place. Lives are lost on both ends of the spectrum. So it's not fair to say that every officer is bad. But the training does make it seem like they're doing bad things. And some of those training standards are archaic and they need to change. And some of those training standards are there to protect officers. But mostly, all of it has to be uprooted. It has to change and has to evolve just like everything else does. If you like what we're doing, again, hit us up. If you don't, hit us up. If you want to be on the podcast, 
hit us up. If you want to sponsor us, hit us up. If you want us to come talk to you, hit us up on the website. If you want to be featured with your music, we have business owners that come on all the time and talk about their businesses and what they're doing for the community. www.uprootinc.com Every Tuesday, we'll be here. Until next time, you guys stay safe out there. Thank you.